Hi guys, this is Dave Johnson of Round Guy the Podcast, and I just want to tell you about uh, Smithburg Auto and tell you and thank them for stepping up and sponsoring high school football in Southeast Iowa. It really made it so that we can cover it better and get you guys more more information. Now, listen, I bought a couple cars from David, and I've been really happy with with the time that he put into it and how he listened to me and found a car. He didn't try to just shove me some car off of the lot. You know, he, he found cars for me at auctions that were what I wanted for the price that I wanted. Anyway, they got a location on Burlington right across from uh, Iowa State Bank, right in the center of town on near 4th Street. And then they also have an, uh, a shop on uh, the former Bob's Automotive and Industrial Park. They can take care of all your, your mechanical needs. They got a big shop. They can get you gas. He can sell you a car. If you need a car, talk to Dave Smithberg. Thanks. Welcome to another episode of Round Guy the Podcast, high school football edition. We got a treat for you today. Uh, on the phone with us is James Harris, head coach of the Liberty Iowa City Liberty football team and the team that uh, Round Guy picked to win against Fort Madison. Uh, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks. Great to be here, Dave. Thank you. Okay. Hey, Coach, good win over the weekend. Yeah, certainly. Certainly was. You know, Fort Madison, Coach Jordan's doing a great job with that program for Fort Madison. Uh, good for us to go beat a ranked opponent. Um, you know, just so we're excited about it. As you should be. Uh, your record, what's your record now for folks listening in that uh, aren't aware? What's your current record? Okay, so you're rebuilding a little bit. But you you won the last two games, right? We won the last two games, and if we're able to win that, we have an opportunity to make the playoffs. Um, you know, our first five games, I feel like we really battled. You know, so it's been, uh, you know, the struggles what builds the strength. The struggles what builds the strength. So I think that's, you know, something we can hang our hat on right now. Well, and especially after a big win where uh, undoubtedly, uh, you weren't picked to win, so an upset for you. What What's the uh, morale like? What's the attitude on the part of your players right now as a result of that? I think our kids have uh, been how they've been all year. You know, we have we have pretty high expectations coming the year. I had high expectations coming into the season. Um, you know, we have a tremendous coaching staff, and I have a lot of really talented players. So you know, we're a little frustrated with how we started. Um, we played some really talented teams. That we came up short against. You know, there's there's some things about when you just start coaching a new place logistically that we've I've had to adapt and grow with those understandings. But you know, as that's happened, you know, I think we've we've only grown and gotten better. Um, you know, the, the morale of our team is is basically you know just consistent. You know, I we preach you know the magic's in the work. You know, and it takes what it takes. So. You know, as far as I, our guys are concerned, you know, we're still in control of our own destiny and we just got to keep showing up and having good practices and putting in the necessary work to be successful. You know, we have a super talented Burlington team coming up this Friday. It's going to be a big, you know, very challenging game for us. We're visiting with uh, head coach James Harris of Iowa City, North Liberty. Uh, you're in your first season as head coach there, is that correct? Yeah, my first season here at Liberty. Okay, let me ask you this. In lieu of uh, the current times we're going through with uh, the pandemic, 
with uh, uh, arguments going back and forth about should kids wear face masks and this, that, whatever. And, and, and just in general, uh, the, the uh, teacher-student relationship, when, when I played high school football, and that was 80 years ago, coaching styles were much different then than they are today. In addition, like I said, the COVID and everything. What's, what's the biggest hurdle for you and your coaching staff uh, as you work with these high school kids now during this first season of yours there in, in Iowa City? Well, that's a, that's a compound question, certainly. I think, uh, I think the biggest thing when you started a new school is developing relationships and, and developing really quality relationships. You know, it takes you know, 200 hours build really quality relationships. So taking the time to build those relationships where the kids, you know, can trust you and know that, you know, you really have their best interests at heart. You know, um, you know, we try to have a, you know, family's one of our core values for our football team. And, you know, we, we want to have that family feel, you know, we, we love our kids, but just like, you know, all parents know, love isn't always hugs and kisses and pats on the back. Sometimes love is a swift kick in the rear, you know, and, and being able to correct people when they're not doing things the right way. So listen. I think relationships are, are a big part of it. I think, um, you know, I certainly navigate the pandemics. You know, it has its own issues. You know, you lose kids here or there. You have kids that disappear. You know, you maybe get a kid that was close to somebody and you could lose them. But, you know, overall, I think our kids are doing a good job of, you know, staying healthy and doing what they need to do and taking care of their bodies. You know, we're, we're just trying to do what we're told by the, by the school district. Well, you, you opened up the season with a brutal schedule, and uh, I, I, one game really jumped out at me I'd like you to comment on when you played uh, North Scott, who's number one in the state, and uh, you held them to 21 points. They beat you 21 to nothing. Could you speak a little bit about that game? a really good team they were undefeated uh, coming in to play you what was the what was the the difference in that game what what did you guys do there that, that pushed you over the top
has to take Johnson that's really kind of a receiver. You know, QB run game is a big part of their offense. So, you know, we, we scouted that. We're prepared for that. Um, you know, Johnson still was the other. Their second drive was right off the fumble. They threw a, you know, a 30-yard page at Johnson. So, you know, that was that was frustrating. You know, their their first score drive, you know, we got them third and long, and they, we had a guy get behind our, just slip behind our coverage after the quarterback scrambled out. They were able to maintain the drive. You know, we were a little flat defensively in that series, I felt. But besides that, we, we were pretty solid. I, you know what, again, it's just, you know, we, we have some really talented kids on defense, honestly, on our whole team. But defensively, we have some really talented guys. You know, I think it's talking about guys like you know, Griffin Kraft, Myers, Darius Newell, uh, Mason Kohler, Christian Barney, Jacob Adam, Amari uh, Thigpen, you know, Dan Trell Skinner. Kate, you know, we got some good, we got some good kids. They can get after it and then be coachable and just keep getting better at it. So, you know, I think, <laughs> I guess that's how I feel. I feel like we, nothing really changed. You know, we do the game plan. You know, honestly, I felt like, you know, as talented as Fort Madison was, you know, I felt like there were some things that we certainly left on the field that we didn't execute at our highest level like we would have liked to. So. Our guest this morning is uh, head coach James Harris of uh, Iowa City, North Liberty. Coach, it, it makes sense that, that a lot of teams might have been looking past you uh, earlier in the season, but you've kind of snuck up on some people now, and it makes sense that, that uh, your upcoming opponents are going to start to take you seriously. Uh, how does that help you uh, in your preparation uh, for the teams you play out uh, the rest of the schedule? And this, uh, is it this weekend you get Burlington? What what's uh, your expectation there? You you go down to Burlington and and uh, which? Uh, it's our senior night. They'll be coming up. Oh, all right. Even better for you. What is your game plan to, to handle them this weekend? What you know, as, as far as, as being under the radar, you know, I don't know. You know, I, I think being in Iowa City School, people recognize you. You know, definitely our record maybe misled some people. I think you throw on the tape, you know, um, and we, we do some pretty good things. We got some, you know, big athletic kids. You know, we need to put it all together, obviously, which starts with, you know, me being the head coach getting things synced up. You know, as far as how we're going to handle Burlington, I think Coach Crackle's doing an amazing job down there. Um, you know, they are a big physical team, and, you know, the Williams kid, you know, he's got six, you know, right under 1,600 yards. He's averaging about 225 uh, yards rushing a game. He's got 22 total TDs, 21 of them rushing. You know, I, it, it, it's going to be a physical game. I mean, for, you know, they'll, they'll run some flex bone, but they're, they're predominantly double tight eye stuff. And they're they're going to they're gonna smash it at you. They're going to they're, they're gonna play a physical game. So, you know, we need to be able to, you know, buckle it up and, you know, meet force and force and force and play sound defense. And, you know, that's that. That's, you know, one of the great things about football and the run game in general, right, is we get the run game, the run game makes you have to tackle and be physical, you know, or somewhere when you play teams that want to, you know, not that you can't be great passing the ball, super effective passing the ball, but you don't have to be as sound with some of those true, true fundamentals of the games when it comes to blocking and tackling, where, you know, when you, you play a team that's going to smash an off run, you know, they're, they're going to challenge your fundamentals and make sure you're, you know, mentally and physically tough. Um, 
know, we, we got to account for the running back first of all. Again, he's got 1,600 yards. You know, they got some really talented kids. You know, their quarterback is a talented athlete. Their fullback is a big athletic kid. Um, defensively, they run a 3-4 defense. And they got some really good football players. Number 11 is a heck of a football player. Um, seven is their fullback. You know, he, he is a big physical linebacker, too. He's a good player. Number 22. Um, you know, 11's their outside linebacker. He's really He's really talented. Um, the Harris kid up front, number 68, you know, he's, I don't know, he's 6'3", 290, I think. You know, he's, he plays the offensive and defensive line for him. You know, great last name, obviously. He's a he's a really talented physical defensive and offensive lineman. Um, their offensive lineman is big overall, number 56. He's another good defensive lineman for him. We'll have to watch him. Um, but, so, you know, we just got to, we got to play our best game. You know, we got to take it one play at a time. We got to protect the football. We got to run the football. We got to block tackles. Not, not, you know, not commit penalties. You know, do, do pretty basic stuff. Coach. Simple is not always easy, though. Simple is not always easy. Oh, and not just in football. Uh, let me ask you this. It's something I've noticed in the college uh, programs and, and in high school as well, but. Has there been something to adjust the uh, yard line where the kickoffs start, whether it's after a touchdown or a field goal, whatever? But it just seems like there have been a lot of touchbacks. Are they cutting down on, on the ability to, for uh, teams to have runbacks? Well, we still kick from the 40. I mean, so, yeah, I think what you're seeing with touchbacks, uh, I'm granted if you catch the ball in the end zone, they blow it dead. So they, they don't allow you to run it out in high school um, if you catch it there. You know, so, but I, I think part of that's just kids are, you know, kickers are more and more talented and more and more coached. You know, it's just like the quarterback position. You know, you keep getting higher and higher level coaching at a younger and younger level. I think that's evident in kickers too, um, you, know, for, you know, in all sports really. Well, and, and perhaps, you know, uh, kids are getting stronger that kick because I've just felt like uh, you, you so seldom see, uh, you know, a run back after a kickoff anymore. Yeah, I, again, I definitely, you know, strength and conditioning is a huge part of it. You know, that, that's a really, you know, for any successful program, a great strength and conditioning program is going to be a cornerstone of that, and I think, you know, Exercise science just continues to, you know, our knowledge of that continues to grow and how it's applied to kids in their training. Well, thanks for uh, coming on with us. We know you're on your lunch break and don't have a lot of time. Could you give us some reflections of your time in Washington? You still, we hear a lot of uh, people from Washington talk about you and what a good coach you were and how you had an undefeated season. there, you know, I was able to coach Turner when I was there, 
tremendous athlete, you know, all-state caliber player, all-district caliber player, and Trishon Willis, um, that quarterback, you know, just an inspirational athlete, super talented, great young man. You know, being really great in the quarterback position makes a makes a big deal. Um, you know, but I, you know, I, I could go on and on about all the kids I've got to coach in Washington. You know, I'm very blessed to have the opportunities I had there. Um, it's, it's nice to hear people say good things. Said good things about it, you know. I don't know if I've heard it as much, but it was, it was a great opportunity. It's given me this opportunity to be up here at Liberty, which I, you know, I consider a dream job and destination job. Iowa City, North Liberty head football coach James Harris has been our guest. Coach, we appreciate you taking some time to visit with us, and we wish you good luck this weekend uh, at home against Burlington. We, we got a hold of you because there was a, we worked with KCII on a cross promotion. There was seven of us that made football picks and the round guy was the only one that picked your team. And then when you made it come through, we thought we'd get you an interview. <laughs> well, thanks. I'm glad KCII didn't believe in me either. I believed in you, coach. Good luck again Friday. Well, they all said how good you were. And then they said they thought Fort Madison just had enough to take, to, to get over the top. But, but they didn't, and you guys won, and now you're on the podcast. Well, what you mean? Thank you. All right. All right, Coach. Thanks. Well, thanks a lot. This has been another episode of Round Guy the Podcast.